copyrighted. Hey, welcome everybody to the Art of Relationship show. I apologize for missing uh, Tuesday's uh, show. Unfortunately, that could not be helped, but I'm back here Thursday. <coughs> Excuse me. The show is uh, broadcast live every Tuesday and Thursday, or thereabouts, at 12 noon Eastern Time. going to talk about one thing that's very gut-wrenching that's... Um, maybe difficult to do and that's to get over past hurts and the question I ask or pose you know when I posted about the show today you know what are your past hurts causing you to hold back your love in your current relationship or to possibly find that and you know what a new relationship down the road and <clears throat> it's not easy okay we know that I know that heart heartbreaks suck plain and simple I mentioned this numerous times um, that, you know, broken bone, getting a cast, whatever, a couple days later, you don't even feel the pain anymore. Heartbreaks, oh my God, it can linger, it can go on and on and on and on. And this could be from, you know, and there's a lot of bias that, you know, what sort of bites us, that sort of holds on us, if you will, uh, very deeply when it comes into moving on from past traumas. And it could be... Um, you know, being raped, uh, childhood sexual abuse, physical abuse, that type of aspect. The one thing, you know, want to center on about is past hurts and relationships. You know, maybe you were a teenager and you got cheated on or an adult you got cheated on. You got physically abused. And I want to look at, is that holding you back from having a productive, a very good, loving, caring um respectful relationship or marriage because of those fears that let's face it we don't want to get burned again we don't want to get hurt we don't want to get treated like we did before so what do we do <clears throat> we self-protect right and i tell people a lot of times our brain is protecting us but it also at the same time gets in the way of us from letting go if you will to have a healthy loving relationship down the road. Let's face it, it's a lot of fears. No one wants to get their heart broken again or again. I get it, okay? <clears throat> so, what do we do? Our brain is telling us, you know, remember you got cheated on. Remember you got your heart broke. Remember, even a jab. Your brain just jabs you. Remember what it felt like and you're, <gasps> I don't want this again. So we withdraw. We sort of hold you know, a, maybe a great possibility of having love again healthier, more um you know, more connected even, a deeper type of love. So we hold it, you know, at arm's length all the time to not let it in for that fear. Some people, you know what, Greg, I'd rather not have my heart broken again than to try to risk loving again. And again, it's your choice. It's your, you know, expectations. And it's not a right or wrong, but I want to look at, you know, what are some things that hold you back and maybe some tools that can be used. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, easy for me to say, right? <laughs> um, you know, some tools and strategies that can help you go on and try to heal from that past. Number one, you have to realize, do you want to heal from it? And this sounds like a maybe a question that's maybe not that intelligent, okay? Yeah, of course we want to heal from the past, whatever. Well, let me ask you, remember I said about the brain wanting to protect you? So I want you to remember... Maybe your psyche, maybe your heart and soul wants you to remember that pain so you don't endure it again. 
I get you. I don't ever want people to have heartbreak. It sucks. It hurts. It's part of life, unfortunately, from time to time. We lose loved ones, okay? Uh, family members, you know, you're close with a friend that might die of cancer, drug overdose, car accident, you know, whatever that um, happens that takes our loved ones away from us. But looking at the reality, you know, can we heal from that and move on to love again, to get close to somebody again? And, of course, you know, talking about a romantic relationship as well, we don't want to get close because the tendency to lose that person, for them to, you know, break our hearts, for them to, you know, ruin trust for us, that type of aspect. So the number one thing is, of course, do you want to heal from that hurt? Number one question, okay? I ask couples, you know, not only couples, individuals dealing with grief, loss aspects, um, you know, going through breakups, going through, you know, couples, you know, I got individuals that, you know, they're getting ready to get married in a week, two weeks, and all of a sudden the wedding gets called off. Or they break up. Every, You know, they're thinking everything's perfect, and all of a sudden their uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, or partner, whatever, you know what, oh, I can't do this anymore. I'm not in love with you anymore. And then what do you do? Or, you know what, I'm not attracted to you anymore. Uh, I want to move on. And it's just, it's devastating, and that sense of self gets lost and that's where I want you to ask yourself you know number one do I actually want to heal sounds crazy right so I want to be able to look at you know this is an honest sincere question I want you to ask yourself and if it is yes then we have to look at steps to take to promote that healing where that past heartache does not let me repeat that past heartbreak or what you're going through does not hold power over you anymore to have a productive, a loving relationship, even closer than maybe what the last one was. And it's scary. I, I get that, okay? But giving yourself permission to answer, yes, I want to heal from this. Now what do I do from this? Number two, okay, I want you to actually feel the pain. Yeah, I'm not a masochist, okay? I'm not a sadist. I'm not, <laughs> you know, I'm not a sadist. I don't want you to be in pain, okay? Not at all. But looking at, you know what? Allowing yourself, giving yourself permission to feel that pain, okay? To allow it to cleanse and to leave your body. Allow yourself to cry. Allow yourself, you know what? To feel your soul sort of freaking floating out of your body that your heart got you know sort of like wrung out like a freaking wet towel if you will allow yourself to feel that because if you block that you block it you ignore it you try to you know push it away whatever you want to call it okay i'm going to tell you that you're faking yourself <clears throat> and it's going to come back and bite you in the booty and it typically is going to bite you real hard, okay? Oh, I'm healed, I'm great, and you go out and start dating again or what, someone wants to get close to you, and guess what happens? All that fear, all that insecurity because it isn't healed, it's going to come back up and rear its ugly head, okay? No, it's not easy, but I want you to be able to feel that pain. Allow it to cleanse yourself, okay? It's when it's, you know, prolonged, when it lasts a long time, it could last, you know, a couple months or whatever, where you don't feel that easing away from you, 
then I'm all about you getting help, okay? I'm all about you trying to go after and try to promote health and wellness to where you can get help to go after it and you're not, uh, what do I want to say, it's not prolonging anymore. Sometimes we need help. Sometimes we need to talk to you know a professional or whatever to try to help us further get over that pain. So allow yourself to cleanse, allow yourself to feel that pain and you know don't be bashed some people you know they have a been dating someone for two months or a month and it could be you know very passionate romantic you fall in love instantaneously type of thing and it ends oh you're only dating a month you're only dating two months whatever it is why should you be heartbroken who it is you know who is it for others i should say to judge how much pain you should be in or you should not be in you got me so it's you know, it's very biased, very judgmental. You are the one that decides that, nobody else. So give yourself permission to feel that pain. I don't want you to like it, but give yourself permission to feel it, to allow it to run its course, and to, you know what, that you go over it, and can you allow it to go, you know, to be able to go on, okay? Number two, the heartbreak that was going on. You know what, do an honest assessment, okay? I don't want you to be able to go after, um, you know what, I don't want you to go after self-blaming, right? To bash yourself. How many people will go after and start bashing themselves to look at, oh, I'm stupid, I shouldn't feel this way, I should have known better. And they just go into a self-deprecating aspect, almost a place of self-hate. So I don't want you to go after that. Instead, look at the situation, you know, were there red flags that you saw? That your gut was telling you something in that relationship or about getting hurt. And there's a lot of times, I can be honest with people, that um, they don't see it coming. There's no signs, no awareness. And it just hits you and you're totally surprised and shocked. Yes, that happens. But a lot of times people don't want to look at the signs. Probably more often than that, they don't want to look at the signs. You know what? Um, yeah, you know what? we weren't talking as much our sex life sort of went you know south quick you know what i didn't feel as connected but i didn't bring it up because i thought oh just having a bad day and then it turns into a bad week and then you pretty soon you know what you're not looking at the red flags that could be going on in a relationship that could prevent the heartbreak i want you to learn from that and also with part of that i want you to learn what you were not getting in the relationship okay plain and simple what the hell were you not getting you know were you being disrespected were you not getting the affection you needed maybe sexual aspects and I'm not talking everything's perfect you get me were you feeling you know desired were you feeling loved were you feeling respected or were you getting bashed criticized all the time were you you know getting you know names thrown at you all this time and you just tolerated it so the third aspect like i said i want you to stop don't bash yourself don't call yourself names you know what to learn from it and look at what can you do to you know what trust your gut instincts from this point on if there is something maybe going on maybe you didn't say anything you didn't want to rock the boat because you don't want an argument you don't want to make it worse i get you but you need to be able to have the fortitude and the self-love and self-respect to look at, you know what, to learn from what happened. Only, you, you know, not only about that other person, but your role, not bash. 
big time, okay? So you don't want to get in a situation where you bash yourself. I'm no good. Number four, okay? This is crucial. It ties in with number three. This goes to about your self-esteem. So let's face it, okay? We will start bashing ourselves. I'm no good. I got cheated on because I'm not worthy. I'm not pretty enough. Me, I'm not tall enough. Whatever it is, okay? It's okay to learn from it. But I don't want you to go allow yourself to get sucked down into self-hatred that you're no good, you're still a good person, you're still lovable, okay? Work on this aspect to tell yourself, you know what, to keep yourself up and confident and understand, you know what, someone is going to love me and deserve my love better, more truly, more fully, okay? I want to keep working on myself to be a better person. What can I do to be a better partner? That's different than allowing yourself into the self-hatred that you're no good, that you're not worthy of love, that you don't deserve to have passion and respect thrown at you because of maybe how you were raised or, you know what, they treated me this way because I deserve it. How many people have been there, okay? Hey, Jennifer, hey, it's frustrating when you've felt the pain, thought you did the work to heal, but suddenly realize it's still affecting you. And I, I agree, Jennifer. And that's what I mentioned where a lot of people think that, um, you know, they did the work, I'm not, I'm healed, or they ignore it, the pain and all this, I'm healed, I'm ready to go, and all this stuff. And that's what I mentioned at the beginning of this episode. You know what? When you start dating or you get close to somebody, you, that's a sign to tell you if you are fully healed or not, okay? And some signs are, you know what? If you think about that past relationship, that past partner, are you still enraged? Are you still pissed and angry at them? Are you do you still feel that pain in your heart and your you know in your soul? That tells me you're not fully healed. I'm not saying you have to be fully healed to move on. That's a different aspect, okay? But you know what? I don't want that past to have power over you. And that's part of gaining your self-esteem back, allowing yourself to fully heal and feel the pain, and of course. You know what? Looking at, am I fully healed? And there's little things you can test. How many people, you know, you might start dating again and you go on dates and then you feel guilty for it or you keep associating that person with your past relationship or your past ex, right? That tells me you're not fully healed and you're not ready maybe emotionally to move on. Some people automatically try to jump back into dating or find a new love as a band-aid type aspect. Sometimes it works for others, okay? But I'm going to tell you, a lot of times, you're going to run into the insecurities again, right? You're going to start using your new partner or new dating partner, whatever you want to call it, as the damn it doll for your past relationship. You're going to make them pay for all the hurt you went through. That tells you right away you know what, I'm not fully healed because that is so not fair to that person, okay? There's a difference to be able to look at that, okay? And how many people are addicted to that past relationship, okay? Social media. How many people you break up, move on, and you're still stalking that ex-partner? This goes for women, men, it doesn't matter. I see it all across the board, okay? That you still stalk that partner, you're looking what they do. Are they dating somebody else? You know what? Are they going on? 
my suggestion is you need to cut them off. You need to block them, okay? Social media, absolutely. Now, okay, with a broken heart, got cheated on, whatever, and you have kids, it's not easy. You still have to, you know, have contact. You still have to co-parent, but you can limit the contact. You can block your ex from social media, okay? That's my suggestion. You need to block it. It's almost like cutting it cold turkey, if you will, okay? That way you limit the exposure to that past hurt. You get rid of it. You eliminate it as much as possible, and it can hurt, okay? I get that. I'm not saying it's easy. It's almost like you keep holding on to that past, right, that you keep reiterating. You keep repeating the hurt over and over again instead of allowing it to run its course and to be able to move on. So, if possible, it's a lot easier if you don't have, you know, kids involved, <clears throat> you know, where you don't have to co-parent, whatever. It's easier. You try to, you block their phone number. You block all the social media. But, 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 it gets addicting because you still want to hold on to those broken expectations, right? I get it. I understand it. You do whatever you want, but my suggestion is you need to block them, okay? And that will help cement the healing, out of sight, out of mind type of thing. But to be able to, you know what, move on to heal that aspect. Even if you co-parent together, yeah, <coughs> excuse me, yeah, you need to contact about, ooh, sorry, I lost my <coughs> voice, um, you still have to have contact about what goes on with the kids' school, behavioral problems, <clears throat> illnesses, that type of stuff, okay? I get absolutely. But you can have their phone number, and that's it. Block their social media, okay? Uh, mention, oh, sorry, past devastation in another relationship I can't deal with. A marriage where I'm criticizing, judged, and we're both trying. My self-esteem is very low. My depression is getting worse. I just tolerate everything because I don't know where to start. The starting point is looking at how you want your life, especially with past heartbreaks. Um, you know, maybe you were madly in love and someone had a heart attack or died in a car crash or a certain accident, cancer, that type of aspect <clears throat> where you think, you know, everything was great and perfect, but allowing yourself to give permission to love again. In a lot of these situations, you might feel guilty, right? You might feel whatever. You're still living, unfortunately. I'm not being cold. I'm very compassionate, very empathetic to be able to allow them to let go, okay? But you can still love again and still enjoy life, and it's not easy. You need to allow yourself to give permission to be able to let go. A lot of people look at letting go as, you know what, it's like a light switch, right? Let go, that's it, cut them off, whatever. It's not that easy. I call it letting go is a process, okay? It is not a, oh, snap your fingers, I let go, and that's it. It's a process. But these things are, you know, it's a task to be able to allow yourself to let go. And this is part of, you know what, releasing memories. I told you about blocking social media. Do you get rid of pictures? Do you get rid of cards, notes, that type of thing to be able to heal fully to be able to move on? Some people want to hold on to this <clears throat> like they're holding on to broken hope. They're broken, holding on to an expectation that, let's face it, okay, that isn't going to happen any longer. You might be able to have that expectation again. It just could be with another person, a different person. 
And a lot of times, you know what, we hold on to guilt and shame um, that, you know what, I shouldn't move on because that means I really didn't love that person. That's not true. Not at all. I think we can love more people. Okay? We can allow ourselves to heal, but you need to be able to allow yourself to move on when it's ready for you. It's not dictated by anybody else but you. However, that doesn't mean you don't want to set the stage and try to promote healing. Okay? So, another one, ask the question, do you actually want to heal? Are you willing to be able to give yourself permission to start the letting go process? Give yourself permission not to bash yourself, okay? Give yourself permission to improve your self-esteem, that you are worthy of love, that you deserve that aspect, okay? If there's something you don't like about you, can it be changed? Can it be? You know, like I mention this all the time, my height, I can't do a damn thing about it, so I don't care about it, okay? What would it take for you to have that attitude? And again, block social media, because the more... You try to regurgitate that past relationship. You learn from it, absolutely. But there's a difference between that and then the try to regurgitate and hold on to the memory. You keep reading, you know, love notes. You keep going on social media. You keep looking at pictures of that past person. It's going to make the letting go, the healing process more difficult. Why are you doing that to yourself? I'm looking at, I get the pain. I get the hurt. Okay, but I'm looking at what purpose is it serving you? Is it still you trying to hold on to an expectation that will not happen with that person again? So allow yourself to heal. Allow yourself to be able to move on and get rid of that stuff. Okay, it's going to help. It's going to heal. And giving yourself permission that, you know what, our mind is trying to hold us to that. It's what it's used to. It's that comfort factor okay but I want you to be able to quiet that mind and be able to look at that doesn't mean I'm going to get hurt again that doesn't mean I'm going to get cheated on again okay I'm worthy enough to not get cheated on again I'm worthy enough to be loved to be respected and not get treated a certain way and that you're not going to sell yourself out again when that you know, situation arises. You can still have that self-love and self-respect, okay? So hopefully this will start the healing process that help you let go, okay? Give yourself permission that, number one, you want to move on. Number two is, you know what? Work on your self-esteem. Do not allow that broken heart situation to destroy you. It can hurt you. Like I said, allow it to come out. Allow yourself to cry. Allow yourself to feel that pain. And then, you know what? Don't allow that past to identify you. You have to find your identity again, your self-worth, your self-love. Work on that self-esteem. Get rid of past memorabilia, okay? Block social media, that type of situation from that person. And to go after and learn from the past, Look at the red flags. Look at what your gut is telling you and that you are going to be not only smarter and wiser, you're going to be able to love and still have self-love and self-respect and pay attention to any signs if something's thrown at you sideways, okay? No, it's not easy. But start working on these aspects and you know what? Chances are they're going to start, you know what? Your heart's going to mend. Your soul is going to start healing.
and you're going to be open to love again. And this time, maybe it's going to be more truer. It's going to be deeper. And if signs go sideways, you're going to be able to open up and go after it right away and also have the self-esteem to say, I'm not going to get treated this way. Plain and simple, okay? So, peace and love to everybody out there. Check out my website as usual, theartofrelationships.org, and I will catch you next Tuesday, 12 noon Eastern time, okay? Peace and love to everybody.